Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Yeah, it is Lakers Media Day here in El Segundo, the UCLA Health and Training Facility. And Al, I think Chris nailed it. This is like your Christmas. We're going to get a bunch of Laker interviews. There are championship trophies. There are banners. There are retired numbers. We should go. This is heaven on earth. Let's go to four tonight, (laughs) and then I'll have Lakers talk starting at seven. I just need a little break. Going right into yeah, Lakers you just talk. need maybe something to eat, yeah, rock a little eat. bit. That's and all. You can get it all done again. No, this is incredibly exciting. It's always fun to kick off a new season. It's yep. always fun to see the guys for the first time coming into a new season. And this is, you know, it's very different than it was a year ago. The, the, last year, it was. Is this team got that final piece to put it over the top for yep. a championship? Does this team with Russell Westbrook have enough to go up with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and everything that was going on in Brooklyn? We all know how it went from there. It didn't live up to what we were hoping to. And this season, it's very, very different. It's, hey, let's see. Let's see if Anthony Davis is healthy. Let's see what LeBron looks like in his 20th season. Let's see what some of these other, you know, maybe less name recognition signings impact this team. It's a very different vibe this year for the Lakers. Yeah, and and just kind of paying attention to that, the expectations that were there a year ago, it's a completely – you got all those older vets that were there are gone. So right. now you got a lot of young pieces. Obviously, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russ – uh, Patrick Beverly, you got some veterans that are there, been there before, done that. I think when once you have tapered expectations, Laker fans aren't walking into this season. Vegas isn't walking into this season right. saying, hey, this is a championship contender. However, can you be a sixth seed? Can you be a seventh seed? Now, a seventh seed, you're still in the playing tournament. Can you be that team that by the time the playoffs start – Hey, I don't know if we want to play the Lakers in that first round. Hey, I don't know if we want to put – that's a bad matchup for whoever it is. That's what you're hoping for at this point. And, of course, you know, we've uh, we've talked about this. We'll continue to talk about it. The health of Anthony Davis is sure. everything. And if Anthony Davis is playing 65 to 70 games, then they probably are in that situation. And if he's not, then – you know, who knows what it could look like. There's there's a million things that we can talk about, and we're going to talk about them today. We're going to talk with Coach Ham. We're going to schedule to talk with Anthony Davis and Patrick Beverly, and a whole bunch of the guys are going to meet us here on the set today, and we'll get into as much of that as we can. But you're right. I mean, it really is. And, okay, I, if you had a crystal ball yeah. or the genie or whatever it is, you'd say, how many games is Anthony Davis going to play? And then we can figure out everything else. That's the one thing that once we have an idea of what that is, then we can fill in the color around it. We spent so much time in the offseason, spent so much time last year talking about, all right, what is the situation? Are they, are they going to make an offseason move? Are they going to trade Russ? Are they going to keep Russ? Really, I, I think the, what it's going to come down to, and I think everybody understands that. We were talking about this last week. ESPN does their player rankings. Mm-hmm. They put AD at number 22 or 20. 20. You and I were both saying, if AD is number 20 this upcoming season, okay, Lakers are going to struggle. He can't be number 20. I think Braun was number six. Yep. Um, he's got to be you're, – you're playing 65 games or 70 games, and he's what he – some version of what he has, was a couple years ago. It's a different conversation. But there, there's a – look, there's there's a lot that has to go right this upcoming season. That's the, that's the bottom line. It, it's – and I know every team, they're going to say, well, if we're healthy, if we're this, if we're that. But it really, really, truly is the case for the Lakers. They don't have much margin for error. 
I don't know what's going to happen with a lot of these younger players that they're bringing in. I don't know if Patrick Beverly is going to be a nice fit, which I think he will be. I don't know if Russ is going to be here long term or is this just to start off the season. So we have so many unanswered questions and we'll figure it out as the season goes. It's true for everybody, but it can also be more true for them. Yeah. Right? I think that's where we are. Not only do we have the Laker media day today, the guys will start coming by around 11 o'clock so you can uh, set your schedules accordingly. It is an NFL Monday. Rams yep. win. Chargers do not. And Slee, look, I, I, I tried to defend your honor sure. on Twitter. I, I really did, uh, but it appears that the Raiders being only three is Alan Slewa's fault. By the way, I don't know what else to tell you, but you're taking the responsibility. Yeah, I mean, I get it. (laughs) You know, I get it. Um, You're just this toxic thing that shows up to root for a team, and the next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. You did it to the Rams last year. You're doing it to the Raiders right now. The Chargers, just by birth, you poisoned them. It just seems like everywhere you go, teams lose. First, I just want to apologize to Raider Nation out there, because... They had a playoff appearance last year. Put up a good game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, make some off-season acquisitions. Sure, Devontae Adams. You start getting excited. Maybe and then we get all him of a sudden, thirty-five yards. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, they have the Chargers in the first game of the regular season, and I decide, hey, this is perfect <laughs> for me to go against the Chargers, and then pick up a Raider team that has obviously been kind of the nemesis of the Chargers, <laughs> and within three weeks. Um, I apologize to Raider Nation. You, you should be even like Amanda a- went after me yesterday. <laughs> What'd she say? She just said, "Is it a coincidence that?" Oh, it's not clear. <laughs> they're zero and three, and all of a sudden the Raiders like, are awful. You, you need to pick a team that is just completely nondescript. No, nope, I'm has, already in. A, that, has, no. like, that's like, that's pick the Carolina Panthers that's or something. That's just that's stay out of the way of all listen, the people listen. in this town that care about the Rams, Chargers, and Raiders. Just stay out of their way. You have to understand something. By being 0-3, that doesn't deter me from anything. That makes me more comfortable, okay? I was a Charger fan for many years. True. I'm getting more comfortable in my uh, in my Raider life. <laughs> Don't forget, also today is another Million Dollar Monday. You're going to want to listen all day for your chance to win tickets to the Rams and the Cowboys. That's coming up in a couple of games uh, two weeks from yesterday. Also got a chance at a million bucks if you can predict the score and the teams of the Super Bowl. Um, so... Yes, I, I have a theory, Al. You ready for this? You ready yep. for my uh, my Rams theory? I was thinking about this because there's a couple of different ways you can look at what's been going on with them. You can look at it as it's been a, a very uneven ride through the first three weeks of the season, that they got off to a terrible start against Buffalo. They escaped against Atlanta, and I thought they played pretty well yesterday. I thought that today or yesterday was by far the best one that they've played. But here's the – it feels like we're fixated on the negative way more than on what it actually is, which is they didn't play in the preseason. They added a lot of new pieces. They yep. have a ton of injuries. They got off to a dreadful start against Buffalo. They're in first place by themselves in the division. They have a chance to create some real space on Monday night against the 49ers if they can go up there and win in a tough environment. That you're going, you're, The trends, all of the trends are actually pointed up. Now yeah. you started really down. Yeah. I think it's just they're a victim of the success that we've seen for the last few years. Hey, you won the Super Bowl. Hey, you got Sean McVay. You scored 30 points a game. Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. That everything should be this wild shootout that takes place. fact of the matter is the NFL really isn't like that. These games are really hard to win it feels like they're a little bit of a victim of their own success i've been and and you know i've been critical of them as well the first two weeks like the heck is this yeah wait i mean you got blown out by buffalo you have to hang on for a barely a w against the atlanta falcons Mm -hmm. at home when you have this huge lead yesterday was i remember going into the weekend you and i were saying is there a game that you can get right with 
Oh, here, Arizona's on the schedule. Amen. And if there was a team that you've dominated over the course of the last couple of years that, hey, maybe we can start getting a little bit of a flow. And by the way, I'm not telling you it's perfect because it's not. The offense still has a lot of room to grow. For sure. Um, it, everything it, does. So does the it, like everything has a lot of room for improvement, but they're still winning games well, I was just despite say, not being there. It wasn't perfect football, but let's use this as an example. We were just talking about the Raiders being 0 3. Have the Raiders had chances to win these games? All three of them. Okay. What's happened the result of all three of them? They lost. And I know it, it, you can just simplify it. I know we hear this all the time. Good teams find ways to win. Bad teams find ways to lose. The Chargers are 1-2. and two. The, the, Let's just go with it. Raiders are 0-3. San Francisco. 1-2. and 1-2. and two. You, you can go down the list of teams. Yeah, I mean, even yesterday, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills both got a loss. Tampa loses to Green Bay yesterday. They're now both 2-1. and one. The Rams are 2-1 and one through three weeks, and you're saying to yourselves, all right, it's not perfect football. No. It's not. But I'd rather play, I'd rather play at some point bad football and still find ways to win the games, and they've done that at least two of the three weeks. Look, this is part of the magic, the, the pixie dust, whatever you want to call it, of Sean McVay because you're right that you look at guys like Josh McDaniel, you look at Nathaniel Hackett in Denver, who's 2-1 and one, but has just been bizarre in the way that he's gone about it. There are some guys that just have this thing, like guys, that we might be linking oil, the wheels might be wobbling, but we're going to get it across the finish line. We're going to win the game because I know how to get us across the finish line, even if things aren't perfect. And you can even go back... To the Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. the Rams. Odell is down. You don't. There's no Higby. There's. It, it, you're down to Ben Skoranek at this point, right? It's 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 Cooper Cup and Ben Skoranek and some guys, Bryson Hopkins that are out there. And it was, you know what? This isn't perfect, but we're going to find a way to get it done. We're just going to go to Cup over and over and over again, and they punch their ticket, and it works. Not every team can do that. Not every team realizes that. Hey, this is the way it's got to be done. Today, not necessarily that the way we're going to do it next week or last week or for the foreseeable future, but for today, this is what we're going to do. And I think that Sean, Bill Belichick knows how to do that. Sean McVay knows how to do that. Andy Reid knows how to do Guys that just know how to get that thing across the finish line, even when it's not working perfectly. Yeah, I wanted to uh, question for you over the weekend. I didn't know how today was going to go. Are you still back on track or did you have any of the... I'm just going to go all in, have 6,000 calories in a day. Is it, How has it gone? Pretty well. Yeah, Pretty well because I had – I think I took a page out of your book. Oh, did you? Did yeah, you have a meeting. meltdown over yeah, the weekend? Eating everything. doesn't matter. Yeah, it happens. I know somebody bring a dozen cookies. I'll take them down. Just keep this whole thing going. I had a – so I rebounded from the meltdown really okay. effectively. Went out on Friday night with this my folks you went to and the, my kids. The club? Uh, no, okay. we went to a different place. I thought you went to. I thought you were going to go to Vegas. You were nope. going to do the. Nope, went to a little uh, anniversary dinner with my folks. It was uh, it was good. Had a couple of drinks, but stayed in my shoes. Nothing totally crazy. Two and cases then, of wine, though. Well, that we ordered them. We didn't drink <laughs> them. We ordered them. We I did not drink them. You weren't here. My wine fridge got delivered ahead of schedule, so my anniversary mm. present got blown up. Um, it got delivered to Susan in the front in in the driveway. The the Amazon truck pulls up. They're like. Uh, yeah, we got your wine fridge. And she's like, my what? Happy anniversary. Right. So I get a picture on Friday that just says, uh, what? So that surprise kind of went up in flames along the way. But all in all, yeah, pretty good. Rams were on the road, so I was in the studio, stayed in my shoes. Not too bad. Not too bad. No ahi salad, though. Nope. So that I was went, surprising to went me. Went grilled chicken sandwich yesterday from um, 
Yard house. Mixed, right, it, mixed it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, not Sunday. I figure I can get a little fries How many times have you ordered from Yard House at your, in your career at 710? 20? I, it's so funny. Bro, every time I think we get any food, it's at Yard House. I don't even yeah. know why. What's, what, I know it's right there. Yeah. But you're just saying to yourself, I could walk 15 more feet any direction. I could go to a different restaurant and end up at Yard Not House. really. Those other ones turn over every five yeah. days. Yeah. There's a new place other than the, the burger place has been there a while. Mm-hmm. Everything else turns over nonstop. So, you know, little sandwich, little fries, little, you know, you know how it goes, Lee. There's, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was good. Weekend was good. I was actually, I did a little... A little vacay, and I'm back, and now I'm uh, refreshed. You recharged, yeah, yeah. revitalized. You're ready to go. Was this your final push? That was before it. You go into Laker season. Yeah, that's this, it. There's no you, you prepare for this. Yeah, that's that's you it. Do look now, like you got a little color. Now we're, now we're ready for like the grind, grind. You know, you know the grind. Uh, so we're ready for that. All right, weekend heroes brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app and filter by single game. Pay attention to the local market lineups at stathero.com. Don't forget to enter the promo code stathero.com slash 710. You'll receive 100% deposit match. Stat Hero winning isn't a fantasy. I think it's safe to say weekend hero. Um, seeing the Rams just get to 2-1. and one. No picks. Can no interceptions be the weekend hero? Sure. Yeah. Let, let's We'd do have that. that. That he did not. First time in Matthew Stafford's career as a Ram quarterback didn't where throw he a, didn't throw a touchdown yep. pass, mm-hmm. but he also didn't throw an interception. So we can live with that. Yeah. I think I think that we can move forward and we can live with that. So here's my question. Okay. And we're going to have all of our Laker interviews coming up around 11 o'clock. Slee and I are out here at Lakers Media Day. We're going to talk with Coach Darvin Ham, Anthony Davis, Patrick Beverly, Austin Reeves. Lots of guys are going to come by. We're going to talk a lot of Laker basketball today, but I want to sneak in a little Major League Baseball because is it happening again? A lot going again? on, lot going on with, the, with the Los Angeles again. Dodgers. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Can I tell you what I'm looking forward to most today, Slee? Sure, sure. I'm going back to when we were here a year ago for Media Day. We had all the players come by. I'm actively anticipating cropping you out of some of my photographs. Yep. That I really enjoyed doing that last year, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that again. I haven't decided which one I'm going to crop you out of, but I'm excited to do it. I am going to... Basically, for the entire interview, I'm going to either share a chair with you or have my arm around you. Yeah, you should, you should, you should have your arm around me, though. And I'll time. keep saying, like, uh, hey, Travis and Sliwa, AD. Hey, Just, yeah, we should. I want to allow it. Our shoulders should be touching at all times today, that no matter who we're talking to or what it is. Like, awesome. Darn, you guys okay? Like, why are you guys uh, brushing up against each other? Just just for the sake of the pictures. I think that's a very is good Berg idea. Is Berg trying to play? I don't know if he wants to go up against anybody. Looks like he's trying to. 
either get some kind of game of 21 going. Or he's waiting to check the ball with somebody. It feels like he's waiting to check it at the top of the key yep. so they can start doing a little one-on-one. We brought a whistle. We're almost exactly where we were last year yep. as far as in the here at the uh, UCLA Health Training Facility. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on one of the side courts. And we are in the corner yeah, yeah. at a corner three. Fine. That's my spot. And what, what did you say last year? Four out of ten? Is that yeah, what you well, said? I'm career 41%. <laughs> 41%. So 4.1 out of ten. 41% career average uh-huh. is, uh, is where I'm at. You know, first off, let me say, Francis and Glendale asked a similar question. It's just nice to have Francis and Glendale back. He, I know you've said he's hit us up with some tweets, yeah. but I don't feel it as much as before. Well, can I can I read one on, on his behalf? Yes, it yes. says, "Can Slee hit a jumper from his spot right now?" Also, will he mumble Slee for three in a Chick Hearn impression when he's about to shoot it? Hashtag yep. Ask Slee. So, or he responded, "41 percent career average, basically Glenn Rice." <laughs> this is not. It hasn't gotten any shorter since the last time we were here. I. It's a little I, deep. It, a, it's little, a little deep. It's you know, you forever. Know how, You'd have to kick it from here. You know how they say. Um, that's the shortest part, and it's also yep. the closest to the sideline, to the uh, to the side where you step out of bounds. Sure, there's so much room from stepping out. What of is bounds, that? Like two and a half feet, which shows you how big these dudes are. Yeah, Would their they put- feet barely fit in that area. Right, like you have a maybe two inches in the front, yep. two inches in the back, and the rest of it is all foot. Yeah, you need to you need to be in there. I look. I understand that there. I are- hit a couple threes. All of a sudden, I'm a threat now that I go back door. They yeah. don't. They don't really lob. know how to play it. <laughs> You're gonna get a lob at the, the rim. Defense doesn't know how to play. Off. Um, I know that there are literally tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Where yeah, we're standing right now. Yeah. Television equipment, um, cameras, all sorts of different things that are right here. Um, I still think you should get some shots up. I just think you should let everybody know what you're about yeah. and start jacking jumpers. Here's the thing: there's nothing under the hoop. That's the most important thing. So all I got to do is just hit the jumper, and all the cameras, everything is safe. Granted, when you're a 41% shooter from the from the corner, I'm not buying that at all. It means you're still missing six. Right. What are they going to hit in the well, process? Five point nine. You're only missing five point nine right. of those. You're not That's missing right. all six of them. Not all six. I I don't know where we have to do it because you can't go to like a high school. You, we'd have to find somewhere that has an NBA three point line because there's the athletic difference. Do they do they have an NBA line? It's about two feet in front. <laughs> exactly. Which I that's that's what I need. That one at the at the wing. That's the one that's just you I mean you It's a 60 it, yard field goal. It's a Patrick Mahomes heave down the field to try to make that shot. And guys like uh John Morant and Steph Curry and these guys uh Trey Young, they're just pulling up, letting yeah. it go from out there. Damian Lillard like what? I'll just it's 40 feet. No Dame deal. goes Dame and Steph go 6 feet behind that comfortably they go six feet behind it comfortably and it's a, and, and not only do they do it yeah. it's a good shot mm-hmm. you should you should make sure that you defend those guys because if you leave them alone at 40 feet they're gonna they're absolutely gonna rain them on you you on the other hand i feel less likely i'll stay down there and shag for you as if, much well, as you want let me tell you something you don't even need to do that you don't need to do that because if i miss which we know there's a 59 percent chance that i'll miss if i do miss it's going to clank off and hit everything. Can you imagine what Lakers public relations would do? If, do you, okay, here's the if, question. If they just hear a ball bouncing, I'm taking a corner three. I knock down two cameras, and they're just sitting back saying to themselves, how did this idiot get in here? 
do you get a second shot up is the question. Like if you oh, had, yeah, you know, if you had a rack of balls, yep. which I don't see around here at the moment. There are no. balls. I can see three or four four statements. I, I get two up before. But you think you could get that second one up comes. before somebody's yeah. like it's get simi- him out of here. It's similar to the you know the the red coats at uh, at crypto. <laughs> you get a couple feet in before somebody tackles you. Speaking of weird stuff that's going on, did you see the drone over the Seahawks and Falcons oh. game? They had to stop the game for a while. Somebody was fl- buzzing as a, a drone over the top of the field. Yeah. So that's the world we live in now. That's not just, dangerous just at all. Just fly your drone into the it's middle of an NFL stadium. I can picture some kid in his living room like, hey, I'm going to go take this drone. I'm going to fly it right over the top of Geno Smith's head, and no one's ever going to know. Like, that kid's got to be in jail or something, right? I mean, we've got we to make sure that this isn't something that we're doing. I'm kids in the slammer. Good. Good. That's where, you know, life, life sentence. Lock him up. No, no drones over NFL games. Okay, so here's what's going on with the Dodgers. Yep. Game the first team ever. I want to say this again. Mm-hmm. They became the first team ever in Major League Baseball history to win 106 games or more, because they're going to win more this year, for three consecutive seasons. That obviously excludes the pandemic season because they only played 60 60. games. But they went 106 in 2019. They went 106 last year, and they're sitting at 106 right now with With nine nine games games left to go. So they're going to win 110, 11, 12, something something like that. That's that's about how that's going to go. That's the good news. That is a remarkable accomplishment by any measure. Here's the rub. Blake Trinan is not responding the way that you would like. Yep. Tony Gonsolin is still not pitching. I thought I saw Dave say if he does come back, uh, four innings would probably be the most that he would pitch. Well, sure. I mean, he hasn't pitched in a month. Mm -hmm. You got got to stretch somebody out along the way. Um, Dustin May was put on the IL. They're yep. hopeful that he comes back for the postseason. But, again, yeah, I mean, you'd rather have him than not have him. But he hasn't pitched all that well when he has been here. He just got hurt again. This is off of a Tommy John surgery. And this is, hey, we'll have him back potentially for the playoffs. This Maybe. isn't a ramp up. This isn't a – no, it's – if he does come back, the question marks that were there, hey, I'm healthy, I'm ready to go. Well, what do those question marks look like? You're in the playoffs now. Here's the ball. You, exactly. There's no runway. There's no let's figure this out. Maybe you get a couple of games that are lopsided and you can have an inning or two to kind of experiment a little bit theoretically, but that's unlikely. And then, of course, it finally happened. It happened in the end of September, but it finally happened. Dave Roberts said Craig Kimbrell is no longer our closer. Mm-hmm. Then we'll figure it out from here. We'll figure it out moving forward. We'll figure it out by committee. But it's kind of happening again. Right, and, and this is what happened last year. Now, there's a difference, which we'll get to in a second. But Clayton Kershaw goes down. Yep. Max Scherzer goes down. Walker Bueller is just completely and totally out of gas. Kenley Jansen isn't sharp towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. That all of these things last year, and they fired every bullet that they had in the divisional series yep. to advance into the NLCS against the Braves. But by the time they got there, their tongues are hanging out. They're they're just dragging ass. They got absolutely nothing left. Their pitching is in shambles. Stop me if this doesn't sound very, very familiar to where we are right now. Okay. Before um, – there, there's a couple ways to look at this. Last year was so much different because they had something to play for all the way through the end. They had to play 162 games. Every one of them mattered. And even with that, they still didn't win the division for the first time in nine years at the time. Yep. They've won 9-10. to 10. And Then you got to the postseason, and you didn't have a second to take a deep breath. St. Louis was waiting for you at Dodger Stadium, and then you handle St. Louis, and right back at it, it's the Giants. You're up in Sa- or you win Game Five up in San Francisco. You play the most amount of games you can possibly play up to that point, yep. and then you go into the Atlanta Brave series. Okay, 
this year, what is no question about it an advantage for them is you can play September differently than you were playing them last year. You can play, um, you're going to have about a week off maybe four or five days after the regular season ends, Mm -hmm. and then you're going to start your postseason matchup against a team that did everything they can just to get in that position using, you know, you're playing a three-game set. So did you use your, obviously, your starter, your second? But it also could be the defending world champion Atlanta Braves right out of the shoot. 100%. Yeah. With all that said, them having all this kind of to their advantage because of that, Trev, I don't know what you want me to tell you. And I'm I'm not here to make excuses for the Dodgers because what's crazy to me is Walker Bueller, Dustin May, Clayton Kershaw, uh, uh, Blake Trinan, um, go down the list of Tony Gonsolin, all these key pieces in and out of the lineup or out of the lineup. And what did you just say when we started this conversation? They're about to break their franchise record. Yeah. 106 wins. So with all this, with all this, they're still winning all these games. They're still winning Eight out of ten games. They're still winning, you know, going into series and sweeping teams or taking two or three or whatever the case is. I know it's all going to change in the postseason. I know there's no excuses for the Dodgers, but damn, if you're another team out there, are you not looking at the Dodgers right now and saying, okay, well, at least they don't have all these guys? Yes and no. Here's why I think it's very different than a year ago. That While the pitching, the guys are going down and guys aren't available, the big difference is this, Lee. Mm-hmm. They've won 106 games. Without Blake Trinan contributing at all. Yep. They've won 106 games without Dustin May really contributing at all. They've won 106 games without Walker Bueller contributing at all. They've won 106 games despite the fact that all of these guys, this isn't, hey, we got, we won 106 games because these guys were here. They've won 100. The only guy on this list that's down that you're like, damn. Is Gonsolin. He's the only one. And, you, and since he left, they're still winning. Yeah, but you're right. You're, Gonsolin he, has a lot of lot if, to do with those Ws. If Gonsolin didn't pitch the way he did, they're at 98 wins, not 106. Yeah. He, he, he has been vital to where they are right now. But when you look at this, that that's why I get it. Kimbrell picked a really bad time to turn back into the Kimbrell we saw for most of the regular season. But this isn't a thing where last year, when Scherzer's unavailable, well, he was integral to getting them to that point. Mm -hmm. Last year, Kershaw goes down in the playoffs. He was integral to getting to that point. Muncy goes down at the very end of the year. He breaks his elbow. Integral to getting them to that point. Those guys that we're not having here, they didn't play this year other than Gonsolin. Kershaw's been in and out, and he's been playing really well, too. He looks great. But this isn't a, hey, we're missing all our – no, no, no. You just put together – the greatest season in Dodger history without those guys. So now true. all of a sudden, it's Very not true. like, hey, we're missing. We're fighting with one hand tied behind our back. You just won the fight with one hand tied behind your back. You, you got to the point where you're going to win 110 games. So it feels familiar that they're losing some guys towards the end of the line. But this is not like that, where all those guys that were so important to getting them to the line, mm-hmm. they were ne- they never started running the race. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different feel, and that's why I think when Dave Roberts was saying, you know, do you want to take your guarantee back because all these other guys are dropping out? And he's like, look, I mean, it, it's changed, obviously, but you can't take any of this stuff back. because spicy Dave they, Roberts yesterday. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Look, I like it. We're getting close to that point where you're going to have to twist arms. You're going to have to be a little spicy. You're going to have to maybe hurt some guys' 100%. feelings. 100%. I dig it. I dig it because – Despite these guys dropping left and right, they're still by far the best team. It, it doesn't guarantee you anything, but these are not. It's not like all of a sudden, Mookie's gone, Trey's gone, sure. Freddie's the guys gone. that got you. The to guys that got you here are right here. 
All right, our next guy's got a chance to win a million bucks. Mark is on the line. Mark, what is your last name and where are you calling from? Uh, Mark Gonzalez from Lancaster, California. All right, Mark Gonzalez from Lancaster, California. This is what it is. You got Cowboys tickets coming up, and now you need to give us your Super Bowl prediction. I need the two teams in the Super Bowl, and I need the final score, and you got a chance to win a million bucks. Mark Gonzalez Gonzalez Raiders from Lancaster. What do you got, Mark? Good thing I'm a Cowboys fan. Let's go Cowboys, Bills. Cowboys 31, Bills 24. All right, Cowboys Bills thirty-one to twenty-four. With his heart there. I was going to say, uh, good, good luck. You a big Cooper Rush fan there, Mark <laughs> Gonzalez from Lancaster. Congratulations, Mark. Good luck, and uh, we'll be pulling for you. Thanks, man. Big listener. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you got it. it, Mark. The Cowboys pick is bold. I, <laughs> I mean, I look when he said I'm a big Cowboys fan. I thought yeah. it was going to be. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey, I got Cowboy tickets. Get to see the Rams and the Cowboys. Feeling pretty good about this. Was not expecting the Cowboys to be the pick in the Super Bowl because mostly because the Cowboys don't go to the Super Bowl and since they're not the a 90s. good team. Yeah, <laughs> and they're that. not a good team. And, you know, there's that too. Do you think promotions, you know how they write down each week the winner and the teams they pick? Do you think they skip the week? <laughs> Let's skip this week. No, it's going to say Mark Gonzalez from Lancaster, Cowboys, Bills, and then they're going to take – it's going to be written down and then just the Sharpie right through it. <laughs> and it's done. Before it even – look, they could be done by the end of the, the night tonight, right? They could be one and two coming into this thing. They got Monday night tonight against the Giants who are oddly uh, a, a 2-0 and team. Yeah. Well, are they? Who knows, right? Okay, so let's let's go to this right now. Decent right? only – and I know what you're saying. Are In four weeks, are we going to be talking about them? Probably not. No, probably not. And the Chargers are – look, Slee, I tried to temper my frustration with this. But the fact of the matter is, if I hear – this goes back to Justin Herbert. And this isn't that Justin Herbert didn't – he's banged up and he's, he, he's, he, he's fine. Can we wait till the Chargers do something before we start talking about how good they're going to yeah. be? It, it, it just doesn't seem like a big ask to me. It doesn't seem like, hey, uh, they're going to be really good. They've been one of the best teams in the AFC. Yeah. yeah, okay, can they win more games than they lose for a season? Can they get into the playoffs? Can we see them win a playoff game? These don't feel like really outrageous asks on my part. Um, no, because every year it seems to be the same thing. And yesterday was a you-know-what kicking. It was kind of a weird, weird lead-up to that game, right? You have the, You have the... Justin Herbert, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? 
you got the hype behind the Chargers coming into the season. You got the, well, the only loss they have was against Kansas City, and you know what? That went when that one went down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happens? Just as simple as they lose thirty-eight to ten, and they got outplayed every. And, and listen, the, the Chargers have injuries. They got some people that are out. I think Bosa, Bosa left in the first quarter. But even with all that said, they got their asses kicked big time. And, and it's against Big Jacksonville. If Before the season started, if I'm telling you that, hey, what are some of the games you feel good about if you're the Chargers, Jacksonville's got to be one of those games. No question about it. Now, a, a bunch of things can be true at the same time. Number one, Jacksonville might actually not be bad. And I remember talking about last week that, hey, listen, I think that, that that's not a layup game. That's a team that looks pretty good. They've got a real coach in Doug Peterson. They're going to look a lot better. But it's still a team that doesn't know how to win games, et cetera, et cetera. They might be better than that. They actually might be a pretty good team. They, I, it, The AFC South, you look at right now, they look better than the other three teams yep. by a mile. So yep. they may be good. So what? 38 to 10 on your home stadium, mm-hmm. 38 to 10, and it was that game was over halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. I get it, Herbert. Did I pop up. some champagne? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> Were you? There's dance, no jump up, click your heels together, and uh, start dancing a jig. Why not? But it wasn't just that they won the game; it's that they pounded them. I know. It was not. I know. Even close. Yeah. Did you? Uh, there was a lot of chatter at the end of the game, so they're down 38 to 10. Justin Herbert stays in the game. And Justin Herbert's really, really asking to, um, you know, to obviously be a part of the uh, the mix here, and yep, uh, be a part of the mix here, and he obviously gets that opportunity, and, and we take it from there. Okay, we got a cut in right here, um, Lonnie Walker. You got you got us here. There we go. How you doing, man? Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it. How you How you feeling? Getting ready for the season to get started. Media day. You're wearing a Los Angeles Lakers jersey. How you feeling today? Ah, ecstatic. Yeah. You know the Lakers. I was just staring at the dang banners and the and the trophies itself. You know this has a lot of history, a lot of culture. So you put this jersey on, it comes with a lot. Lonnie, what is it like when you come into an organization that's like the Lakers? There, there are not a lot of these, you know, where there's, you know, the trophies in the window, the banners hanging up, and uh, the legacy of all the great players that have come before. How is this different than the other places you've been? Um, I mean, as far as people who don't know basketball know the Lakers, and that speaks a lot of volume. You know, um, when you put this jersey on, it represents more than just basketball. You know, it's very inspirational. It's very motivational. Um, so every day that I come in here, man, I'm inspired. I'm ready to work. I'm ready to get going because, um, you know, I don't want to disappoint. So it, it's funny because we, uh, we always do this, and obviously for media day, um, it's a different type of environment. Once the season starts, expectations comes with the Lakers. Just what do you think of the roster? You get an opportunity to play with guys like LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and for the Lakers, there's always going to be expectations to win. Um, what, what do you? How do you kind of? I know we'll start training camp and then you get into preseason. What do you think of the roster overall? I love the roster. I mean, I'm loving a team that um, off the court. I think chemistry off the court really represents the chemistry on the court and um, the way that we've been with each other and, you know, grooving and enjoying each other's time and presence, um, it's been going a long way. So I'm really excited to just get on the court with this team and go at it. Lonnie Walker joining us here on the Travis and Sliwa Show. Paint, paint me a picture, Lonnie. In a perfect world, your role is what on this team? Um, energy, um, defense, uh, catch and shoot threes, doing what I can do. Um, but, you know, rebounding, whatever the team needs me to do, I'm willing to win. I just want to win at the end all be all, whether I'm playing five minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, it don't matter. Um, I'm here to win. How much uh, How much fun is it, you know, obviously in the Western Conference here, and you got such great competition, mm-hmm. and now you're, you know, with a team, and there's 
history, what's the Golden State Warriors or the Los Angeles Clippers, doesn't it feel like, and, and you can explain this, what does it feel like to be able to walk into a lot of these opposing teams and a lot of a lot of those fan bases, they don't want to see the Los Angeles Lakers succeed. The franchise already has 17 championships. What is that part of it or that aspect that you look forward to most? Um, honestly, it gets me going more. Um, you know, when you put on this, this jersey, you got a target on your back. No matter what year it is, no matter who you're around, no matter what players is on that team, you put this jersey on just because of the amount of banners and the history that's within this team. People want to knock you down. They don't want to, They don't want you to win. So it inspires me. You know, every day I wake up, I give my gratitude to the most high, and um, I get ready to get going. Lonnie, have you gotten a chance to spend a lot of time with Coach Ham, and has he kind of imprinted on you guys of what he expects from you when you guys start practice here, you guys start playing games in about a week? Has he already kind of explained to you what he would expect, both from you individually and from the team collectively? Maximum effort. Um, you know, control you can control. Um, offense is one thing, but defense is something that we can night in and night out control. And um, I think that's his point of emphasis. It's just defense. So, did, is it just you, you hear it all the time? Like defense is about attitude. Defense is about making the decision to play defense. Is it yeah. is it that easy? Is it just you know what? I'm tired tonight. I maybe not feel it. My shot might not be falling. Whatever it might be. But I can still do this on the other end of the court. Is it just Absolutely. a matter of making that decision? Absolutely. It's a matter of making that decision and, 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 you know, just being diligent and disciplined. You know, when you're coming onto this team, you got to know your role, knowing what you're doing. And um, I know my role. I'm ready to get going. I'm ready to play my defense. I'm ready to lock up, do whatever I need to do. I'm planning, I'm planning with someone that I looked up to growing up. Mm. What's that from, like? I mean, it's still kind of surreal. I bet. But – with that, with that, Slee looked up to like, me like that too. I don't know if you know that or not, but he, uh, he had kind of a. Yeah, I was telling Lions, I'm, I'm a 41 percent corner three, uh-huh. and he doesn't believe me. I'd love to okay, take the shots. I'd love to take believe shots, him? But the cameras are all in the way you. right you look now. Good. You look like you're Thank a good, you. nice Thank catch. You. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. Shooting. I appreciate it. I was looking yeah. for Lonnie. <laughs> Not exactly what I was hoping was going to happen. Lottie Walker, thank you for checking in. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. Good luck this season. Thank you. you. Have a blessed day. All right. right. So we are off and running, Slee. Here we are. It's Lakers Media Day. Lottie Walker is our first interview of the day. we got a whole bunch of guys that are scheduled to come by. Coach Hamm is going to come by, Anthony Davis, Patrick Beverly, Austin Reeves, and hopefully a whole bunch more. It's so funny. Basketball, it feels like it's been forever, and now it's like, bam, here it is. I'm so happy you had confidence in I'm not. I, oh, look, I, you, did you not notice how quickly I moved on beyond that that I just decided fr- to Yeah, go right, right after he said that, he's like, well, thank you all. Thanks for having me. Thanks <laughs> for coming. Get him out of here. Good luck this right? year. We, we don't, I, I don't need that as a part of my life. All right, we are going. If we got another player coming by, a coach coming by, we got that for you. And if not, so we'll talk a little bit about SC. And That's right. Yep. Ooh, hey, look, it doesn't matter how you win. It's if you win, and they did, and I'm sticking to that story. That's fine. It's total That's BS. That's fair. We're going to do that next. It's Travis Slee. 710 ESPN. All right, football is underway, and it's time to make some cash. T-Rise, you know how to make cash. Get over to Stat Hero ASAP. Their players take home the highest winning percentages of any sports gaming platform around. Don't miss out on the easiest cash out there. It's obvious starts and ends with Stat Hero. So I did a wide receiver matchup this weekend, right? They had three wide receivers. I get to pick wide receivers. And this is what makes it so much fun is that you get to see the lineups out. There's not any other sites that do this, yeah. right? Where you get to pick against the line. I don't have to pick against Vegas guys. I don't have to pick against math experts. I don't have to pick against you and Emily and everybody else. I just need to beat the one lineup. And if I get it, 
I get it. And if I don't like it, I can go pick another one. Only Stat Hero does that. Join Travis and Sliwa. Play Stat Hero by one point. One point. Hey, you got to take some L's along the way. (sighs) Join us. Don't forget to enter your promo code 710, stathero.com slash 710. You'll receive a 100% deposit match. Download now and play along with me. All right, we are back here at Lakers Media Day at the UCLA Health and Training Facility. We're joined right now by the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, Darvin Ham, checking in on the Travis and Sliwa show. Coach, it's good to have you on the show. Thanks for coming by. Oh, man, thanks for having me. So what's it like? Last time you, Alan and I saw you, we were up in that room yes, over there. Yeah. You had just been introduced as the Laker coach, and Absolutely. the enthusiasm was coming off everybody. Everybody's very excited. What's it like knowing that you go to work now? Oh, man, I'm, I, I, it's like a hurry up and wait scenario exactly <laughs> the way the summer is gone but uh i'm happy that we're right here finally um excited about the group excited about the competitiveness the togetherness that's going to be on display and you know at the start of camp and you know we, we everybody's focused everybody's healthy um, we have a couple of guys that got a couple a little bit of bump, bumps and bruises but for the most part we're intact um and i'm just excited man i, I can't wait Coach, what, what's the goal for training camp and preseason? By the time you get to opening night, you're up in San Francisco taking on the Golden State Warriors. What's the goal between now and then that you're hoping to accomplish? Just the process of creating an identity, um, you know, defensive mentality throughout the team, man-to-man, um, man-for-man, uh, and, and as a group, you know, just to establish that first and foremost. Um, we have a highly competitive group that we put together, Rob and myself, and uh, I'm just looking forward to just, you know, playing fast, playing physical, playing free, um, and again, everything starting on the defensive end and Mm -hmm. building its way back down to the offensive end. So just creating that identity from day one all the way throughout. So once we do get to open the night, you know, we'll have our roles established, we'll we'll have uh, our rotation, and that's what training camp is for. Guys are going to compete for minutes, and – we're going to make sure we maintain that competitive nature. How much of that is you communicating your vision for what you want and how much of it is in implementing the vision that you want when you get started later today? Because you can tell me one thing, but when it comes time to go, and I was like, oh, that's what you mean. What's the difference between those two things? I think just when you see uh, the way we do our defensive breakdowns, the, the, the tone throughout practice is going to be a defensive-minded tone and, and you know, Pick and roll shell drills, regular shell drills, transition defensive drills, the type of drills that we implement, the type of things that we stress and emphasize when we do, you know, have our scrimmages, inter, inter squad scrimmages. And I, I just think the guys feel it already. Um, we've had a great summer. Um, our coaching staff has done a phenomenal job getting these guys brought up to speed as much as they possibly can in terms of the way we're going to play. And, uh, they already know. If you don't, if you don't guard, you know it's going to be hard for you to get minutes. <laughs> so you got to be able to guard. You got to be able to defend. And um, that's 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 the biggest thing we're going to hang our hat on. Coach Darvin Ham takes the time to join us here on the Travis and Sliwa Show. Uh, Coach, just so you know, so Travis uh, never played defense in open pickup. So I don't. I think stay he below. Would. The, I stay in between the three point lines, <laughs> Coach. I, I yeah. don't go yeah. anywhere below either three point line. That's my and pre- jogging. Is I don't a think sprinting. I would alert, uh, allergic jogging. to the paint. I don't think I would have had a great deal of success playing for Coach Ham. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I, think I don't think so. That may have been uh, something you wouldn't have enjoyed. Absolutely, <laughs> Coach. Um, yesterday, uh, Russ got a chance to talk to Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. Says, I'm all in on whatever it takes for this team to win. I'm just curious to get your thoughts here on the process 
is it where, where are you now? Is it complete open competition on that backcourt? Is it you, Dennis Schroeder came in? Russ is obviously here. Patrick Beverly. You got Kendrick Nunn, hopefully healthy. H- how do you envision that backcourt? And and is this part of the process of figuring out what to do in that backcourt? Absolutely, we're going to have a variety of combinations. And again, you get able-bodied players who are all competitors. And let them duke it out, so to speak. You know, they got to come in and, and with, with the right mindset that, you know, you, even though we are competing for minutes at these positions, it's still the same. Everyone's representing the same thing that's written across our chest. Everyone's representing the Lakers as a whole. So it's going to be good, fun, clean competition, but competition nonetheless. I mean, it, it's it's why you have camp. It's why you. You know, mix and match different guys together to see what works, what doesn't work. And uh, that'll be at the top of the list, figuring out the backcourt. Darvin Ham, head coach of the Lakers, joining us here on Trav and Slee. You played in the league, coached in the league for a long time. This is your first head coaching job here in L.A. with the Lakers. Have you gotten the sense of what that means? Not being the head coach necessarily, but like you just said, playing for the name on the front of your chest, that the Lakers are different than the other, than a, a bunch of these other teams, that all the little things that may happen everywhere else that kind of go by here in Lakerland, it's a big deal. Everything that happens here is a big deal. Have you noticed that, and how do you deal with it? I just think you stay true to your core values and principles. Um, again, the three words I used on, on, on when I first got the job at my first press conference, competitiveness, togetherness, and accountability, and and you know, there's things that you know every every NBA team goes through. And you're right, the microscope on our ball club is is extremely intense. Mm-hmm. But when you know who you are, and you know you're working towards something, and you're establishing something, you got to try to block out the outside noise as best you can. And as long as us, we inside this building know what we're doing, we. Uh, I think we'll be fine, and, and, and that goes from top to bottom. We're vertically aligned from Jeannie Buss to Rob, myself, all the way down to the players and the way we go about our performance team, the way we go about doing our business. So as long as we're taking care of our business and trying to get better every day, you know, we shouldn't have enough time to pay attention to what's the outside noise, whatever may be going on. Coach, final one, um, a healthy Anthony Davis this year. What, what, what do you expect if uh, Anthony Davis has given 65, 70 games um, how close do you think of what he was a couple years ago when he was healthy you can get back? I think a ton. I mean, he's chomping at the bit to get going, and we get that amount of games out of him. I can see him easily being involved in MVP conversations. He's shown it before time and time again. Um, it's unfortunate that he's had, you know, missed so much time over the course of the last two years, but we have him healthy. We're going to do everything in our power to be efficient with him and, and the others to make sure we're getting in, doing our work, and not putting any ne- unnecessary strain or stress on his body that may make him vulnerable to injury. So he's he's at the core of this. Like, we're not going to do have much success if we don't have Anthony available. And um, we're going to ride him. He's going to be our go-to guy as well. You know, Brown is going to be great. Russ is going to have a, a much, much better season. Um, but he's going to have people available around him and – that's one of our biggest things. I, I think we have one of the best, if not the best, performance team in the league, and they have a huge amount of know-how, and uh, we've already had discussions about how can we be more efficient, how can we be smarter in the way we approach work every day. So, But he's the key. He's the key to make everything work. Darvin Ham, the head coach of the Lakers. Coach, thanks for stopping thank by. You, coach. Appreciate it. Thank All you. right. Thank you. You got it. Yep, there you go, Slee. So it, it's what you and I have talked about for weeks, months, yeah. that if Anthony Davis is healthy – 
Let's see. We're basically right. front office executives. Yeah, like you have to I be mean, a genius to know that Anthony Davis is important. But that's, I don't know what else you want from us. This is what it is. You heard it from the yeah. the coach's mouth right there. And look, if anybody could have made me play defense, it would be that guy right there. Yeah. Like if he said, I need you to get back on D, I would probably do it. All right, let's take a quick one. We are here at Lakers Media Day. We've talked with Lonnie Walker. We've talked with Coach Darvin Ham. Lots more to get to here from the UCLA Health and Training Facility. That's next on Travis Slee on 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, as promised, we continue with talking Laker basketball. First preseason game just a week away, Slee. We're joined right now by Laker guard Kendrick Nunn joining us here on the Travis and Slee Show. Kendrick, thanks for coming by. How you feeling? Most importantly, last year we were waiting and waiting and waiting. How yeah. are you feeling right yeah, now? Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling healthy, ready to go. Is this, uh, you know, we just were talking to Darvin Ham, and I think this is probably a lot to do with the backcourt. And I think this is what gets fans excited as well talking about how it's an open competition you know obviously there's some really good guards on this team yourself Patrick Beverly Dennis Schroeder resigns with the Lakers and of course Russ what what does it mean for you to walk into camp knowing that anything can happen by the time camp is over anything can happen by the time preseason is over that um, the backcourt that makes the most sense will get that opportunity in that starting lineup will get those big time minutes what do you think of that competition Uh, I think it's great um it's it's good to have have those options on the team. Um, you can lean one way or lean the other. If if one's not working, you have options. So I think it's a good thing to have. Um, what's even better is it's even scarier if we all mesh together, mm. and that's a that's a that's the thing about it. Um, if we go small ball or something like that, we have a lot of ball handlers, and um, it's, it's great to have. You know what I'm saying? The options. It's gonna be competitive as well. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Kendrick, what's it like for you coming into this season, having gone through what you went through last season where you were unable to play? And obviously, you know, this is what you guys do. And to be close and not be able to do it, and now you're healthy and ready to go. We talk about a long summer for everybody, right, that they don't make the playoffs, so there's a little bit more time, but for you in particular. Yeah, um, it's been a long summer for me, uh, just coming back uh, from an injury. I spent a lot of time rehabbing things like that, getting my body right, and um, being able to, to play this season. And um, I'm ready to go now, and I feel very confident that um, I'll be a great contributor to our team. What what can Laker fans expect from, um, obviously, your style of basketball, what you bring to the table? What, what are you hoping for them to see? And, and you know, we, we, we've mentioned it, and it was last year was, I think, so tough for, uh, I'm sure, for you seeing the team have their struggles and you couldn't help in any way. What are you expecting from yourself personally as far as contributions go this year? Um, 
I'm expecting to be consistent. Um, just bring my strength to the game. Um, some Laker fans might not know what I do, but some do. And um, that's okay. I'll show them. And um, just being consistent throughout the season. Not really have any ups and downs. Um, that's my main. That's what I'm big on, consistency. And I'm uh, just bringing my strength to the game. Kendrick Nunn joining us here on the Travis and Sliwa Show. We just spoke with Coach Ham. Al and I uh, spoke with him when he was first introduced as a Laker coach a few months ago. And you talk about that consistency. It's the same yeah. thing. I want effort. I want defense. And I want full commitment from everybody on this team. I would imagine that the message has been similar to you guys. Have you already kind of started to develop a sense of what it's going to be like to play for Coach Ham? Yeah, of course. And um, I know where, where, he, where he's been um, previously and uh, the, t- the type of teams that he's coached. And um, me just coming, just my previous play, um, I, was, I would say I'm pretty consistent. Uh, whichever, however the weather is, um, I, I pretty much try to put my best foot forward and uh, be ready every day. Kendrick, we are uh, looking forward to it, man. We're looking forward to seeing you out this no year, doubt. and hopefully uh, you'll get plenty of opportunities to show some of your success. No doubt. Thank All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, Kendrick. Thanks yes, a bunch. Sir. Yeah, it, it's it's so interesting, Al, because everybody understands what what Darvin Ham has been talking about. That this is my expectation. Yeah, it's, you know, hear Kendrick say it, like, yeah, no, look, this is this is what I do. This is how I, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Let's go attack this thing. It it doesn't feel like it felt a year ago where there's this incredible enthusiasm in everybody else. This is more of a, hey, we need to get to work. <laughs> we need to play some yeah. defense, and we need to knock down some shots. It is a much more business-like vibe this year. Last year, it was like, how good can this team be? Like, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall yep. of Famer. This feels different. Especially this dude. You know, we, we literally did not get one opportunity to see him play last year. I felt bad for him. How many different times we were talking about, hey, is he ready? Is he ready? Is he going to come back? Well, he's not doing five-on-fives yet. I think there's a lot of Laker fans, and I think for him as well. Remember, he signed a two-year deal with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He had a, The second year of his deal was an option. He picked up that option. I think a lot of that has to do with, can I show a Laker franchise that, no, when I am on the court, I can be somebody that – Lakers so many different times last year, you were looking for a spark. He was never able to give them anything. So I, I think I'm, I'm I think I'm curious, and everybody's curious to see what he can bring to the table. Well, I, I think it's curious, him specifically, but just the team yeah. in general, that it's such a – Hey, let's wait and see, right, that we know what LeBron James is going to bring. You and I could probably predict within three or four points what he's going to average. You know, health is always a big question mark for everybody along the way, but LeBron's going to be LeBron. Mm-hmm. AD's always about, you know, the health. If he's if he's healthy, he'll be Anthony Davis. If he's not, then all bets are off. But there is a sense of let's see how all these pieces fit together. Let's see how none looks now that he's healthy and able to go. And we talked with Lonnie Walker, who's a new addition to this team, that we don't quite know how all these pieces fit together. It really is kind of a wait-and-see sort yeah. of season where yeah. last year was, hey, let's get these guys on there. Let's get it going. Let's start winning four out of every five games, and let's get to the finals already. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. I, I always look at every time you have certain types of expectations. There's always an expectation to come with the Lakers, but you want, them, you want them to be realistic, just realistic expectations. A lot of young guys on this team that we really don't know that much about that are you know, either coming from a different organization like Lonnie Walker or like we just mentioned with Kendrick Nunn. We haven't even got a chance to see him yet. Can there be somebody that we're not talking about today that you're like, wow, they got to have – I'll give you an example. And I know last year Lakers lose 49 games. Nobody expected Austin Reeves to be a real contributor on the team. Nobody expected that. Mm-hmm. Is there another player that we're going to be watching this season say, you know what, five minutes left to go in the game. That dude needs to be in there that we're not talking about right now. 
Maybe none can be. One if of they're going to be good, there will be. Yeah, and if there there needs to be, and if, of course. And yeah. if they're not, there won't be. Mm-hmm. You know, then it's just one of those. Okay, let's try this or yeah. let's try that. It's a very different dynamic. All right, we are here at Lakers Media Day. It's the UCLA Health and Training Center here in El Segundo. Talk to Coach Ham. We've talked to Lonnie Walker. We've talked with Kendrick Nunn. Yep. We're going to keep it rolling. More Lakers coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.